From Alderaan, from Alderaan, to Zenla, to Zenla, to Zenla, and whatever's left of Krypton, we are broadcasting live from the largest ship, from the largest from ship, the largest ship in the galaxy. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Sanctuary One Radio. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. So, so, <laughs> uh, welcome to a new episode of Sanctuary One Radio. Uh, Dr. Props Insider here. Uh, if you were listening five seconds ago, uh, <laughs> you've gotten part one of our. Does it autoplay? Uh, if it does, one? that would be amazing. It was like and t-minus now welcome to another episode <laughs> if you were listening uh, to five seconds ago <laughs> deja vu much de- okay yeah. um, so uh we are, are in the middle of trying to predict uh the next 10 years of the marvel cinematic universe predict the future 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 uh quick recap for those of you who have not listened uh our idea uh for the next 10 years of the marvel cinematic universe is shaped around the the kree scroll war secret invasion and operation galactic storm culminating in a fight pieces of pieces of galactic storm uh culminating in a fight against the new big bad for the mcu the supreme intelligence uh with that being said we have chosen to break this down into phases and we are going to start with phase one we already know right off the bat that spider-man starts us off spider-man is starting phase one of air two yeah it is a palate cleanser for what is Endgame, for what is the end of 10 years. And that's based on the feedback from the directors. They said that are like it's going to be a much more personal story after Correct. going so wide. Um, so it's going to, it's, it's what you said Ant-Man was for Avengers um, for Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, uh, or um, in Avengers Infinity, Infinity War. War. Like it's it, it's a palate cleanser for cleanser. having to see thousands of people, millions of people just disappear and then come back. Billions, let me rephrase. And then, well, the that universe. that moment you're like, oh man, Era One is over. Like no matter what, no matter if it's Captain America or Iron Man or everybody dies, Endgame um, is Era One is over. Endgame is Era One is over. The story of the culminating story of ten years is over, and you now have to deal with that. Yes. And Spider-Man is the guy is the character that's going to hold your hand into that new future. Yes, he is a young buck who will will uh, use use his youth uh, to kind of you know youth and spider powers. Yes, yes. To, to, so uh, so he can his movie can be a palate cleanser. I'm actually excited for that movie. I, th- I think it's going to be really uh, interesting what they're doing with Mysterio and everything. Correct. So, uh, so I have uh, I, I'm I'm not going to get into the linearity of Phase One because we haven't planned this out. We haven't really looked at anything. So I have questions for Phase One that I think would help us clarify a lot of these things. There was a statement uh, from Kevin Feige talking about what the next phase of the next era would be after Endgame was over. And it seemed as though the idea was that the beginning of this new phase was going to be cosmic, that it was going to be something substantial outside of Earth, that they would give Earth a tiny break and come back to it afterwards. That obviously was not the case with Spider-Man, Sony wanting to do Spider-Man right after Endgame. Well, yeah, in the... To um, maximize <laughs> returns. Profits. Feige's statement was that the um, Guardians was going to be the kickoff for the next storyline in the phase. 
So with it being Guardians, that pretty much lends itself to the idea that it was going to be a cosmic storyline. And I think that makes a lot of sense, being that we just dealt with a very cosmic story that was very Earth-centric. Yes. Like... It was very centralized on Earth. Like, they were on... The only other planet they really went to was... Formir. Yeah, the one where um, the Soul Stone was. And then we never even saw... uh, well, a titan for, well, the, yeah, fight for and, the fight and nowhere for yeah. another fight. Yeah. But we had already um, been to nowhere before. But I mean, like, but the majority of the story took place on Earth. For such a cosmic scale movie, it's very interesting to me that it was very terrestrially bound. Yes. Um, and I think the next phase being much more being a very influenced by Earth, but not on Earth has has a very interesting dichotomy between yes. the two yeah, of them. I, I think what you, what you have to do in phase one is is like we're going to see the continuation of of certain character stories, but we're going to see the the beginning of new character stories, um, leading into um, what would be Guardians, a first Avengers film. Um, you know, it, leading into Guardians because bringing that cosmic portion of it in there. Now, my question is. Because it's our understanding that no one is writing a Guardians movie at the moment. Well, they, they the, so the written, last the last thing they heard is that they're still using gun script. Yes, and they uh, multiple sources uh, close to the movie have said that this movie is still getting made. It's but just it's delayed. not going to be. It's not going to be the thing that kicks it off anymore. It's been delayed too much. Yes. So then the question becomes. So I think that was going to be the next movie so after that. Spider-Man. That I guess so is my ultimate question. My question. Is does it become less of an Avengers era and more of a Guardians era? Being that, or do we take the Avengers? I don't know if that resonates things? as much. Like yeah, people yeah. have turned Avengers movies into events. Yeah, like, true, true, true. People rally around the idea of an Avengers film. What? But I. But do we do an Avengers five? Like I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping at least in this era we can move away from the Avengers. Like even give them a new name. You could do ultimates, you, right? You know? Just something, just a new name, just something different. Um, because the Avengers storyline, I think, is done. Is done. Yeah, I think the core Avengers made the Avengers. You yeah. Know? But who knows? Like maybe that's the the end game credits when it's like I want to talk to you about the Ultimate Initiative. Yeah. Instead Some of new initiative. Instead of the Avengers Initiative, yeah. and that's where we see the next generation of heroes. Um, or the champions. Or the champions. Yeah. Whatever um, you want to do. Insert uh, whatever name see, you want to insert. Because in the comic books, actually, uh, when he uh, Cap is putting together a new team of Avengers, uh, they're like, you can't do that. S.H.I.E.L.D. tells him out- outright, you can't do that. And he goes, I am this level S.H.I.E.L.D. operative. I can. I have a permission to make an av- a, a champion class team on my own and call them whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> and they're Suck called it blue. Suck it. Um, um, so then I guess my question is, what do we use in its stead to kick off this new era? So I think that's where we can get into Captain Marvel. So you do Captain Marvel, Again? Avengers, Spider-Man, and then another Captain Marvel movie? Maybe not. I don't, I'm just trying to think of something that kicks it off into... Oh, just See, I have someone in mind, but I'm, I'm going to let you know. No, guys. say it, please. Doctor Strange. Oh, yes! So that's what I said. I think Doctor Strange be, is... I think Doctor Strange is the one that right, I you think start Con- with. I think he's... He is the... Visual Robert Downey Jr. that people can and and for as much as they their characters don't get along, they're very similar. The, yeah, so I mean, if you want to copy paste, 
He's someone, a, someone who only cared. He's the of, magic Iron Man. He's the magic Iron Man. Someone who only cared about himself and how well he did his his job, how perfect he was. Who eventually winds up having to care for a whole world or dimension in this case. Yes. So. So yeah, I'm I'm all about uh, Doctor Strange being in, being Phase One era two. Um, I think more than likely. So let's say we start off with Spider Man. I think the the next one will probably be Doctor Strange because he's an easy way. He's kind of a, a a bridge between terrestrial and cosmic because he can exist in both spaces. It would really be interesting to see, and you know who knows how this would work. But if you could if you could have a Doctor Strange cameo in Spider Man, it's possible because um, of the way they're portraying kind of like oh Mysterio because he has kind of, the, kind of uh, like he was a, a like Peter just be like hey like do you know what's going on here? Is he using magic? Right? Um, no. I, I do like that they've also introduced a cosmic um, spellcaster in the Guardians post credits. The um, the guy who becomes the Sorcerer Supreme in the future in, yeah, the, in yeah. the comic books, Kr- Krugar, something like that. I remember the the snake dude, the Naga mm-hmm. looking guy that um, who's mute but talks through his spells, talks through emojis, <laughs> right? He talks through magic emojis, and he did that thumbs up emoji with the with the magic at the, at the end of the post credit scenes. So we know that they have cosmic magic users or whatever it is that Dr. Strange uses. Um, so they, they've kind of already bridged that terrestrial to cosmic gap with magic. Mm-hmm. And I agree with Joe. Like that's, uh, you Jimon secret entities. No, ah. um, that's a good bridge point between the two of them. So I think Dr. Strange is kind of the thing that can kick off something, but I'm not sure how that kicks off, the Kree Skull War. Ah, so here's the thing. We start with... Or Secret Invasion, we right? We start with Secret Invasion. We fi- figure out, and you could breadcrumb this through different movies before it gets to Strange. If You know, Strange is what kicks off the main plot line. But you breadcrumb through the movies that, hey, maybe some people aren't who they say they are. And then Doctor Strange being Doctor Strange is the only one that can tell. So... I actually against physical or like they can't be like DNA wise. They look the same, you know, you know what I mean? Right. So if you want to kick that off, here's the question. Are you going to use a knife or are you going to use a sledgehammer? What would you prefer? A knife. Because I think your knife is to breadcrumb it. Your sledgehammer is Mordo as a scroll. Oh, no, yeah, no, I don't want that. No, no, I don't want that. <laughs> So where's your middle ground then? I th- I th- I think it's something along like something happens in the fight with Mordo, and they find a they find scrolls, and Doctor Strange doesn't know what that is. Mm-hmm. So he and goes. Mordo through, is like you're an idiot. Well, I don't, even, I don't even know like if Mordo knows what it is. I mean, Doctor Strange yeah. knows there's aliens, yeah. so they're fighting, and then somebody interjects or something, and they find out that one of the people in the Sanctum Sanctorum or something is a scroll. Like Wong or something. Right. Like somebody somebody big, like, but who knows who. But they introduce that and then he's just like, I don't I like I don't know what to do here. And like that's a post credit scene. Like they just see a scroll. See, I would I would have it as as uh, a an innocent bystander who died in whatever the final fight would be. See, I would do that, but I would have it be in in one of like I'd have it be one of the mystics. So it's it's so very so it is a out. so it is not a named character. That's what I'm saying. Not a name, just like a student that yeah. the ancient one had, like a, a random person in the fight From with Mordo. Yeah, okay, okay. Dies, 
and and as they're gathering the, the bodies, it's a scroll body. And it's goes, a scroll body. And Doctor Strange, like I think, like that post credit scene to me is they're going, they're shifting through the wreckage, and there's just a scroll in there. And he goes, Doctor Strange just goes, "What the hell is that?" Because he's never seen a scroll before. Yeah. Because the only scrolls we've or seen. Or who is that? Is the more right? appropriate question. Who is that? Or like, what is that? Like he doesn't. He's never seen a. He's scroll. wearing. Like, Where is he's, that? And yeah. why is that? Yeah. Why is Gamora? <laughs> Uh, like he's wearing the robes. He's, I don't know who this is. Right. We would know who that is because we've seen Captain Marvel. Yes. Dr. Strange, on the other hand, has never been introduced never, to a scroll. Correct. So he knows about aliens and then that, that would lead into, I don't, I don't know what the next story for that would be, but that would lead to him bringing that evidence to somebody and being like, maybe he even reaches out to the guardians at that point. Yeah. Um, what is this? Yeah, like, what is this? I don't know what this is. Or Captain um, Now, there is one movie that is going into production uh, that we don't really know what the impact is or how it would take place or what it would even do, and that is Black Widow. Yes. Uh, the Black Widow movie is going into production this month. So that means it's coming out in 2020. So that means it's coming out in 2020. Uh, I think they said 2020 only has two movies in it. Maybe. I mean, we, we haven't seen the – we have no idea anymore. Well, I think they said they had a roadmap for the next couple of movies. So, like, there's an unannounced Marvel, like, two unannounced Marvel movies. So, what's our, so what's our, to the internet? To the internet. Uh, so, we're looking at this phase starts, what, Spider Man and Doctor Strange? That's what we're saying are our two movies this year? Because well, Endgame is already coming out the same. I don't think they have an unannounced movie after Spider Man this year. So, we're only getting Endgame and Spider Man this year. So, That's I the think, idea. Um, my guess is next year would be Doctor Strange. Would be Doctor and Strange and Black, Black Widow. Widow. Which supposedly. Is that supposed to be a prequel still? Or are the prequels supposed to be the television show? We don't know. We have no inclination on what I mean, it'd be interesting to see how scrolls affect the spy industry. Well, I think, like, if we're if we're implementing it into the narrative, I think Black, I think Black Widow should, it, it should happen early on. Yeah. That she should discover a scroll, And that would be the basis of her film. Like she, like she just, something's not right. Her, she, her information along with Dr. Strange's information is one is happenstance. Two is a pattern. It's a pattern. Two There's is, more here two is a really of. loose coincidence, right? What are the odds that on two separate locations in two different events on two different sides of the world, there are two scrolls, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, so I, I, I think that's a, a good segue. So Peter gets us the shield thing. The next movie is Black Widow. Yeah. That continues the shield narrative. But then it introduces us to the idea that there are scrolls on Earth. On Earth. Still. After then, the Captain Marvel event. And then the next movie would be um what other one were we talking? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And then that would be the Mordo fight. And then during that, the end of the Mordo fight, post credit scene, scrolls. There's a scroll there. And then the next movie would be, um, my guess would probably be like the Ironheart movie. And then the ne- the movie following that would be whatever Avengers, whatever five, Avengers, five, Champions right. one or whatever Marvel yeah. Champions or whatever. Um, so then that would be the that, that would be, be the your face. Would that be an introduction of enough characters to carry a movie like that? Well, when you think about it, you got Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Doctor Strange, Riri, um, Spider Man. Like that's five. You know, let's say Black Widow is still a thing or something like so that. Then, so then that's f- that's the five core members of the original Avengers. Yeah. True. Okay. 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 So here's the question: I, How many movies were? 
per phase prior to well the the original one was Iron Man Iron Man two uh, Hulk Thor and Captain America so it was five movies and then an Avengers movie and then an Avengers that makes movie sense. okay I I could see that and you well, could, but and I you think could, I think and Iron, you could feasibly introduce other characters like they the backdoor characters like well, so they here's did the with, question and Iron Man two didn't need to happen correct yeah. Iron Man two didn't need to happen but the question is. How do you then explain what's going on with the characters that one are still under contract? That that's Marvel's big thing. Why why is Black Panther? Why is Ant Man not in this film? Well, every every time. So like for a lot of those movies, it's just like uh, so for Doctor Strange, no one knows. It's way over their head. Way over their heads. And right. For, that's why for they Black know. Widow, it's way over their head. She's a spy. Spy. Yeah. Riri, I think, is another one of those grounded, more personal stories. Kind of like a Spider Man. I think it's similar. I think the Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. Where like this next Spider Man is more about Spider Man being Spider Man being Spider Man. I mean, Nick Fury is in it, but that's about it. Friendly, I think. friendly Earth Spider Man. Friendly terrestrial bound Spider-Man. Yep. So yeah. the the Riri movie, if I was going to do that in Phase One, would be a much more Riri centric story, like her dealing with the fact that she's expected to be the next one. And I think there's a good story around, and I can't remember the comics. I, I guess the comic books touched on it a little bit in uh, an African American woman taking over the mantle of a white established male superhero. And what that means for her as an identity. And what I would like to see as well, maybe even a callback to the, you know, a little bit to the Iron Man movies, being like the government really wanting possession of right. her technology and her being like, no. And they're like, well, you created, you copied. And she's like, I didn't copy anything. So Iron Man too. You can't have my suit. It's mine. The suit and I are one. See, that's why I don't know if I would have that conversation. Like, I think it should be part of it. I just don't think it should be a prevailing thought. I think think there's one. Not a prevailing, not prevailing. I think this movie centers around two things. I think your point is half of it, which is the idea of a young African-American woman taking over the mantle of an established white man. What I do think the story should be around is what happens when your youth like what you should be experiencing in your youth is seemingly taken away from you when she's thrust into this role of responsibility. And now all of a sudden at the beginning of the film, she's in school, she's doing her thing. She's a loner, whatever you want to call it. Like she's just kind of, she's kind of a nerd that way. She gets thrust into this initiative uh, with the opportunity to work in shield and continue her technology and all these things. And she's knee deep in it doing her thing. But there are things that, when kids experience, that's part of them growing up. It's part of their teenage years. It's part of what they do. And when you're then all of a sudden thrust into the role of what a grown-up had before, based on your intelligence, what is that experience like to like, seemingly like Iron Man lose was an that? Adult. Yeah. Imagine having that conversation with the government as as a, a child, as, as See, a reason. This, like this a is why I wish there's a little student. bit of a little bit of crossover between like Spider Man and her, because you'd imagine even if it was a cameo thing, like he's going in for a mission or something with Shield. She happens to be working as a scientist, and he goes, "Oh, blah 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 blah." Like I just went on this like thing with my friends and blah blah blah. What do you do? And she goes, "I, I work here." And like yeah, that's, like that's I, I see I see the initial part of that film. I see the beginning of that film is you really see the true Riri when she is in the suit. 
Yes. Right. That's the true person that you see. When she's outside of the suit, there's a vulnerability. It's a variation of what Tony felt without like the alcoholism and the and well, I was gonna all say, of those like, other Tony things. felt like he was only himself while he was in the suit to the point that he was using it as a catharsis yeah. to deal with PTSD. For her, she's using it as a defense mechanism for protecting who she is as a person. The massive bombardment of the real world. Exactly. And I think that that makes a very interesting film of saying to an individual, yes, the suit and you are one, but you are what makes this suit special. Having that conversation with AI Tony saying, hey, I'm not around anymore, but there's a reason I chose you because you are what makes this special, not the suit. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, could you imagine? I could imagine that conversation and him being Tony. He has watched these people, I guarantee you. And when he finds out they're this smart, yeah. they do this. And he goes, this is why I chose you. And he just puts videos up. Of um, all the like projects all, she's been working on. It's like, on. And, and he stops them and he like, say she's working on a project. So that's, right the mid, that's the mid-movie scene. That's say, the, the, crisis, the crisis scene. scene. She's working on a project and he goes, see that right there? And you see her face yeah. and how she feels while she's doing that's it. Why that's I chose why you. I chose you. The confidence booster to to be herself, like having a solution in the middle of the fight that doesn't require the suit, that requires her intelligence. You know, those moments, I think, establish her as a hero that fans can really get behind and are really excited to see when a Champions movie comes around. Right. Um, I love the idea of I like uh, going into a Champions film. Yeah, I like that. This is what it is now. This is the standard now. I love the so we like get to we get to Same. Avengers. Well, we get to the equivalent of Avengers one. We get to Champions, Marvel's Marvel's Champions, right? And the question I have then is: Are we establishing that? Let's assume Chris Evans doesn't want to be the character anymore, but we've given him this outro. We're assuming that he put out this initiative and we don't necessarily see him anymore. He's the man behind the He's behind the, the man chair. behind but, it. But also think of somebody that could get Black Panther to want to be part of a team. Yes. It's Captain America. It's Captain America. And not like, only that, but he's like, I need you to lead this team. Right. Because I, like, I get he'd be the I understand Captain Marvel, but I really feel I feel like Captain Marvel's supposed to be the Iron Man. Like she's yeah. supposed to be the driving impetus of a team. Yes. But I think the heart and the leadership of it is really it's I, Black I think it's Panther. Black Panther. Like yeah. he leads a country. Yeah. Well, but then that becomes part of the tension, and that's why I think right. a Black like, Panther film is gonna fall lie? here at one point or another. Because what if Black Panther's not in a champions film? What if what if part of the what if he is in the film, but he's not part of the fight because he goes, This doesn't involve me. I have a country I have to worry about. I can't I can't I'm not a part of this. I think that might be the initial part of it, but I, like I, I think have to anything, protect Wakanda. I think yeah. anything that, that would bring them together threatens Wakanda as well. Yeah. True, yeah. So I think that might be the initial part of it. It was like I can't I have to run a country, you guys need to handle this. Yes. Yes. And then and then, and then, it, and then it would pull him into yeah. it. Well that's why I think and maybe and maybe he's like a third three fourths three quarters of through the movie. Like you don't see like you see him, he says no. Well, so I and thought about sudden, he just shows up. He's like one of those like Hail Mary, like, you know. Well, so I've thought about the tension in what would be this champions film, this Cree Scroll War. And I was thinking it would it would surround what I what I would consider a trick MacGuffin, uh, a threat that everyone is seemingly running around and trying to figure out 
even if it's as simple as there's a like in a terrible example there's a bomb somewhere right and they're running around and they're trying to figure it out they're partnering together and they're fighting this and they're doing whatever and really what it is is it is a decloaking mechanism that the creed that the uh, supreme intelligence has created that with one push of a button once everything Reverts is complete scrolls. it reveals all scrolls to being on the planet yeah and all of a sudden midway through your film scrolls everywhere that have been hiding among us including in wakanda and that is what pulls black panther into the fight by going what is this thing? What is what is happening? Yeah, like is it anything that was big enough to bring all of them together would necessitate what? What, what would what would what would muster an impulse response to an invasion by not knowing it's been happening this whole time? Think yeah. about Shield. And exactly, think about Shield. What what made that reveal so good by not knowing it's been happening for the last forty years? Yeah. Now imagine that something else has been happening. On the surface, they lean is over sinister. and they go. They lean over. They go. Secret invasion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hail secret invasion. So here's here's a fun question. Then there is no there is no reveal without some type of consequence. Am I right? So I think mm-hmm. who out of the people we know would be a scroll in your Maria Hill? Who? Maria, Maria Hill. Hill. Maria Hill. She's yeah. an easy one. Yeah. Uh, any main like, characters? We already know the scrolls know about uh, Nick Fury, so correct. Putting somebody close to him. Yeah. Okay. Is there anyone else? Coulson. <laughs> if he was, uh, if he's alive. If he's no. alive. Coulson's been through enough. Yeah. No, I don't think they're going to touch him too much because of the Shield TV show. Yeah. Like he's still on it, but not. I don't. It's. Know. Com- I think that would confuse. This is too much. Uh, this Captain Marvel film is his outro. This is his yeah. final like oh, film. Yeah, yeah. This was them being like, look, we know you want to be in another movie, but this is the best and we, we can do with you. And we know fans want you to be in another movie, and but, this will be it. But this is the best we can do with you. Now, if they hadn't um, done the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, I would say there would, there would be potential, but... Yeah. Yeah. Now, with um, the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, there's too much contract. Maybe... Is there anyone you could see of major impact that would make sense? Like a main character. Uh, main or so. Like Maria... Someone... I like Maria Hill. Someone... Any, anyone bigger. Mm. Uh, no, not Pepper Potts. That's too weird. Um, <laughs> I mean, again, it, it would be interesting, like, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, I can not, see that. Not one of the core characters, because they're not going to do any of the core but ones. But big enough that it would... But big enough for, like, even Captain America would be like, What? Stop! <laughs> or like, and, it, and then, but that, like, that brings up, like, was any of it even real? And he goes, I was your friend. I am your friend. I am your friend. Um... We're not, we're not like, and then that brings up this whole invasion thing. They're interrogating. Yeah, we're, not, we're, like, not, we're not, we're not invading. Yeah. We're not invading. We're, we're hiding. We're yeah. running and we're hiding. You don't understand. Who? We're hi- Exactly. That's what I've been thinking is each one of these films has an incident or a circumstance that makes uh, people think Anthony that they've Mackie been invaded. Just keep scroll makeup and have him act that. Cause yeah. I can see him do, hey, yeah. I'm going to do Denzel. I'm going to do Denzel. Like that's his that's thing. That's funny. <laughs> Would you he want goes, Denzel? No, I was, I was. 
Now imagine if he could shapeshift and then he's suddenly Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah, imagine if that was the scene that you brought uh, that you brought um, Chris Evans back for when they're sitting in a, when he's sitting in an interrogation room and Chris and uh, Captain America walks in. Right. So how long with the game was any of it real? Was any of it real? Like that's a good conversation. So that that that's where I immediately went when you said somebody close. Like Maria Hill, I think is a very easy one to do. Yeah. Because she's a she's a rec- she's been in a lot of movies. She's recognizable and it doesn't impact the and, story and too much. She's actually a fan favorite. Yes. Which that you can still keep because, her around because no one liked her in the comics. Yeah, nobody <laughs> likes Maria in the comics. Um, but uh, if I were going to pick a, a tier above her, but not tier tier one, I would go Anthony Mackie. Um, because I le- I legitimately believe he could pull it off. Um, and I think that brings up a very interesting conversation with a cameo from, and I'm like I mean that. That brings a whole up a whole bunch of cameos, like or a whole bunch of like conversations around like Winter Soldier and yeah. like the animosity they had, and it was like, why did you do? How long? Yeah. Was there ever a really like did uh, you Sam someone? Wilson? Yeah. 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 Um, I um he, he died in and that, that's oh he could have died in combat and right and I I like the conversation around like um uh Spider Man just being like are his parents scrolls. <laughs> right like you just the the fun little like those jokey kind of quip things and it was just like wait a minute are mr and mrs wilson scrolls mm-hmm. and it's like who slept with him right like <laughs> little things like that so that i think could be a very interesting conversation but, um, um i have one more for you and i want to get your take on uh okoye Ooh. Ooh, okay. I think she would be taken over. I, I mean, someone took her spot. I don't think she's always, she would always have been a squirrel. So uh, I was thinking, in t- if you had that conversation of always been a scroll, that Okoye came to this planet hiding that was part of a, that was part of a, a portion of the scroll society that did not value the female scroll. She lands in Wakanda and she views, she then views a society that views women equally. Yeah. And grows to the extent that she becomes the right hand of the king, this very emotional position. And that she would look at Black Panther and go, Yes, this is not me. I am not Wakandan. But I've 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 served alongside you. I I mourned for you when you when you were gone. Who I am does not impact what I feel about this country. I consider this my home, which is which is so different. And I was just thinking, like that dichotomy between Sam Wilson and Captain America is turned up to eleven with yeah, Okoye yeah. and T'Challa. I could see it. I'm I'm not I'm not as excited for it as I would be with Auntie Mackie, mm-hmm. as far as her being one the whole time. Mm-hmm. Well, guess. we have more established history with Anthony Mackie, so that's a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that we both picked black people. <laughs> it probably sounds terrible. Um, it does. It does. Um, but uh, it's it's just so hard to pick another character. Like Winter Soldier wouldn't be it because I mean, well, uh, Cap has been through enough with that. Well, it just it's okay. It just so he died. Like he came back, yeah. and, he's, and a then he's a scroll. It's just overkill. Let's, let's just keep throwing wood on the pile. There's got to be. So it makes me wonder if uh, Winter Soldier will be in the um, Black Widow movie. 
Because in the comics, I, they have a huge history. I imagine, yes. So I think. I imagine if you need to knock a movie off the board, it would be nice to have him in that. Yeah, yeah I think he'll be. I, I, I imagine he would be in that. Because you he's imagine a spy. the interactions with him and Black Widow. Like, are, are you a. I'm not a. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a scroll? Um, well, how would we know we're a scroll? Like, I imagine, like, a very much like uh, John, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yes. Yeah. And it's like two people in a like dying in the snow because they can't prove the other one isn't a monster. Yeah. Here's the um, they both were. Yeah. <laughs> but so I'm, well, I was just thinking like one of them it, was. it makes a lot of sense sure. for support characters. Um, there aren't a lot of main characters that I think people would love without like really being angry. Like, well, that's it. Like, there's only a few. Like, there, there's not very many support characters that would have like, the emotional resonance. Him, you can't do uh, his daughter. It just yeah, it just wouldn't one, make if, like if one of them was, then both of them have to be. The Mona, the both of them have to be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, if Hank Pym was a scroll, like there's so many situations where we would have seen something. Yeah. Unless again, they're sleepers and they don't know they're scrolls. That could be. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. Like, and that could be part of the Okoye conversation that right. they're sleepers. If you were to go that, and she route. didn't even know she was. A she scroll. didn't even know she was a scroll. So, some of them are. Some of them are. I think you could do. Oh, that would be a nice turn. So Anthony Mackie, yes. He knew he was a scroll the whole time. He's seen combat. He was a soldier. It was easier for him to fall into being a soldier here on Earth. Yeah, because it allowed him to to play the role. Mm-hmm. And so some of our people who weren't uh, as adept or didn't know as much, we made them sleepers. Yeah. So they don't know. Okoye just happened to land in Wakanda and, and become the right hand of the king. So I didn't know this. I, this is This is... It doesn't change who I am kind of conversation. And that's where he's like, okay, what, what's going on with the Koye? Like with the conversation with Anthony Mackie. And it was like, well, she probably didn't know she was a scroll. Yeah. What do you mean? It was like, well, not all of us know. Not all of us know. And that's what makes the, the interesting the, dynamic. Right, the, the, that's how we get, a, that's how we get away with it. We don't, we don't, a lot of us don't know we're scrolls. Yeah. Like, could you imagine that reveal in the middle of that film? Anthony Mackie saying half of the people that have just been revealed had no idea. Right, I know because I was a soldier. I know I because briefed. I was a soldier now, and I was now, briefed on how, this. How fun would it be if they didn't get back the fifty percent of people that already lost, and then fifty percent of the people were then the scrolls? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh man, we just keep shaking off pie Damn, chunks of this yeah, population. Jesus. Yeah, humanity um, is getting boned big time in this in this story. Um, and why? And then you know the big thing. Well, why? You know why? Why? Why are you here? Yeah. And, and so that would obviously, uh, whatever you, big you bad could, we would just, have. You could just, yeah, you could say, you know, I, I think the big bad is still defeated, but the, they win in that they reveal. I think you, uh, we're, we're hiding from what the war. So and the, that's it. You just say the war, you don't explain it. The big bad, I would say is the scrolls that are on earth. are trying to recreate the meta human abilities mm. so that they can have something that can fight back against the Kree. Gotcha. And that's where you kind so of introduce some of them are kidnapping. Well, so they're they're but that's part of that's like, where you can bring certain characters into that film as just kidnappies. Right. They kidnap then, Scarlet Witch. Kidnap Ant-Man. They kidnap Ant-Man. Right. And People so that have perceived abilities. Um, and they're creating trying to create what would be Super Scroll, but isn't. Scroll, but isn't. Just yeah. kind of like a Wanda Maximoff isn't, isn't Scarlet. Yeah, like, where isn't we are taking their we DNA and we are applying it to ourselves. Yes. Right. Why? And that because, could be why the um, Kree hate them so much. Yeah. 
because the Supreme Intelligence, well, one, tells them to, but two, Supreme Intelligence says, look how m they evolve by the second. They yeah. can change, they can adapt. We cannot do that. Yeah. They will not let us figure out how we can. Um, so rather than have them be a chance, like be against us, we will take them off the table. Yeah. Um, we, uh, but like, so that, that to me would be the big bad of that yeah. fight, which is, ba which is just the militant scrolls that now are revealed are like, well, it's either us, it's us against the humans now. And so they yeah. bust out the, the secret weapon. Quote unquote. Right. And yeah. so boom. And that's your big bad. So basically imagine like somebody that has the functional abilities of like Hulk, uh, the shrinking abilities of Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, the physical durability of Thor or the lightning ability of Thor, like yeah. stuff like that. Like basically able to genetically emulate certain things and um, abilities. So then I guess my question would be at the end of that film, how would you, what would be the motivation for the champions to, to support the scroll in what would be the second phase? Um, I think that would be like Anthony Mackie, real Okoye pseudo sacrificing themselves to defeat said bad villain. Yeah. Mm. Like suiting up, you know, Gotcha. Right, so like they they lock them up. They figured out how to escape. They they join the fight, mm -hmm. and because first, of that, at first probably don't make it seem like they're going to. Yeah, right. Like, make it seem like they're just going to go. Maybe even toy. They're with the, the Hulk of Avengers One. Yeah, maybe even gotcha. have them have them okay. toy with the. We could leave right now, and then the, at the end of that film, like, they would reveal what truly is happening in the galaxy. Maybe, maybe you could kill off. No offense, to Anthony Mackie. You could kill off his character. Keep Akoya, and she explains it. Yeah. Right, so they like there's the conference. They all escape, and they're like, "Okay, we're leaving, right?" And it was like, "Like, like Koi is like, it's my king. I can't do this. I can't He's do your this. like, they're your friends. You can't. We can't do this." Yeah, and they would go to the fight again. Okay, um, which takes us to a new phase, and y'all can disagree with me. I think this is where Guardians comes in. Yes. No. I agree. I, I think if the plan hadn't been to delay it, Guardians would have happened Guardians phase would have one. Happened yeah. phase because one. of the delay, it has to be pushed to phase two. Yeah. And I think this is it. I think this is where they get notification from Earth. Well, I think I think this is I think this is where if if we're talking about the 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 uh, I can't even think of the phrase of what it's like the arena of war, right? If we're talking about this is our opportunity to see what this war has been doing to the galaxy. Because we now hear that something has been happening outside of the realm of Earth. This is our chance to pull away from Earth. Maybe, oh, maybe, and the, maybe. the event on Earth sparks the Supreme Intelligence's movement against the Skrulls. Correct. Mm -hmm. And this is where this is the film that goes, okay. Guardians is going through their thing, but it's within the arena of a war that's now, been it be, happening. Would it be too cyclical or redundant or, or deja vu -y to have them on a job that they, oh yeah, we got hired to do a job, blah, blah, blah. And then they go and it's a freaking war zone. And the job it was either A, the Supreme Intelligence or B, the Kree. Or I mean, sorry, the uh, the scrolls. I th aid mission. I don't know if it's a war zone. I I think it would be really interesting if it's a job from an anonymous 
donor and it, the supreme intelligence right. put them on the job. Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm still thinking. So uh, Era One, the Champions movie, the Supreme Intelligence entire plan was to turn Earth against the Skrulls. Yes. So he was just like, I'll he just, knew a large fragment of their species was hiding on a planet. Right. That so he's they like, I'll, easily morph I'll, into. I'll expose them, and that'll cause the Earth to turn against the Skrulls. And and the, what he didn't plan on was a Koye. And, and Anthony and Mackie. Anthony Mackie actually having relationships with the champions. Yeah. That right. they could influence Earth's mightiest heroes to want to even include themselves in a war they had no idea existed. Um, and so what I think the next one you see is, so far we haven't framed the Kree as the bad guys. Yes. Guardians is what would frame the Kree as the bad guys. So the the, the at the point we've seen the Skrulls, we, we've had... I think like a post credit scene of the champions is they're interrogating the, they're talking to Anthony Mackie again. He goes, we're not, you think we're the bad guys. That's not the full story. We're hiding from the war. And it was like, and then that's the end of that. Like, I wouldn't even go into it that much. I would oh, just, yeah. I would just end it there. Yeah. And then the next movie's guardians. And then the Guardians sets up the Cree call the guardians. Yeah. To help them in a fight with the scrolls. And so you're still under the perception. And that's the Supreme that portions of the galaxy view the skulls as the bad people. Yeah, the skulls, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, I think that's the Supreme Intelligence pulling the Guardians in on his side. Yeah. And so he's framing the war within the context that he wants to. Yeah. And then something in that movie would go wrong. Let's say it's Gamora and the Soul Stone being like, he's not telling you the full truth or something. Yeah. Like, Yeah, whatever, yeah. Like, we, we have no idea what's happening with Gamora, so we're right? just kind of so, under the... But something, they get something that, that tells them something isn't on the up and up. And again, it's one of those things that the Supreme Intelligence can't calculate for. Yeah. Um, which is just random emotion. Yeah. Um, and I, so, I think it would be interesting to have the Guardians working for a creed that isn't Ronan the Accuser, right? That's their one experience We're with for the Kree, Kree. Yeah. yeah you know like didn't we didn't we like do like Man, again, this again imagine like the the cyclical nature of that like their first job was against a Kree, and there's their the last now, the job last job is, is for, for the Kree. Kree. Can, um, so then can i ask you a question then guardians 2 at the end had this hint of the idea of adam warlock are we including that i'd like to i feel like you need to do something with adam warlock to negate the stones because if the stones are still a, a presence, so either at the end of Endgame, the stones aren't a thing anymore, which I don't know how you get rid of the physical embodiments of aspects of the universe. Yes. Or you have to introduce something like Adam to negate the... Um, to negate them. like Because Adam's entire thing is that he, he works with the, the Infinity Watch to mitigate the the powers of the stones to spread well, them out. Maybe you could include their race, his race, uh, the sovereign, the sovereign into this war. The sovereign are all about genetic purity, correct? Mm -hmm. And they're like the scrolls. The scrolls represent a humongous threat to us because they are not our genetic lineage, no matter what they look like. Yeah. Um. Well, I would say. If we're going to frame it within the Guardians, the Sovereign don't like the Guardians. I would say they'd be... Um, the Skrulls? I don't know if they would side with the Skrulls, but they would maybe. They would maybe inadvertently be like, hey, look, Skrulls, I hear they hired the Guardians. I have something that can help you out there. And she slides them at a Warlock. Well, I just think it would be it would make for a surprising scene where the, the Sovereign are like... 
it, maybe even even the sovereign would do something like put like Adam Warlock with them. I think it'd be interesting if in a portion of the film the sovereign send Adam Warlock after them. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Like she would send them. Like well, she see, would no, no, have no, it side with the be, scrolls. Well, see, I would see. It might like I just feel like it'd be makes so much more sense for them to be against the scrolls. Well, even if it's like, not, so we even if it's not we side with related, the Kree, but we did not partner with them. Well, see, I don't. So you go do your thing, and then behind the Kree's back. But I don't know if that Warlock. matters to the humor of the film. I just think it would be funny that the sovereign would be a race that doesn't forget. And the guardians have gone through all of these adventures between guardians two and three. And Adam Warlock just shows up. He looks like a sovereign and he's there to beat their ass. So he goes, the sovereign don't forget about those batteries. They're not even figuring into the war. No, not like, (laughs) like even if they do, that's not the motivation. The motivation is the sovereign still want those batteries back. Yeah. I wouldn't frame it within the war. I would just say it's all against the guardians. It's all like, it's just pure, Early, he shows up. So yeah, to go that's, against that's the pretty random. Um, like I just think, I just think it would be really funny to put the Guardians this in this arena of war style. How funny would it film. be? Like, let's say there's scrolls versus Kree, and they're like fighting on a battlefield, and just walking through them is Adam Warlock. Is Adam Warlock and the Guardians, the Guardians are running from him? Like I imagine, like it follows. Right, remember that movie? Exactly. Or no yeah, matter yeah, where yeah. they're going, he's just a few paces behind them, moving at a slow, steady pace. And the the moment like they stop on the Kree Scroll War to help out, he's like, oh, "Okay, I caught up with them," and he's just, like walking through everyone. Yeah, like doesn't care what side he's right. throwing people out of the way. Side is irrelevant. I'm just here for like how like I just think that I would be hilarious. Really like a tertiary antagonist. I like yeah, it. Just just like I said, there's. The, his motivation, pure, pure, I'm moving towards you, and you're going to die. Yeah. Just slow and steady. Like I, like I Even if, like, like, you put him in, like, random scenes where he's just, like, standing in a crowd. Right. Like, you just see him off in the back. He's just there. So you know he's coming. And then it flashes back. You're like, I was there. I was here. Yeah. I was here. I was here. Do you know how long it took me to get here? Yeah. And said, <laughs> okay, you're here. Now what? I want those batteries back. <laughs> Give me my damn batteries. Yeah. Harbulary batteries. And it, it, but it, it would posi- like called. it would position him in a very interesting situation. I would, uh, that would be great. Jack goes harbulary batteries. And he goes. That's not what they're called. That's not what they're called. I just think it would be really fun. Now, how you turn him into a hero that you can include in the universe, I don't know for sure, but um, because I'm sure people would want that. Uh, I think uh, maybe during the fight. Because they're they're less of an emotional race, and he is new. He is a new being. Yeah. And I think maybe maybe he sees something. I know this sounds hokey or whatever, but this is the first thing that came to mind popped in my head. But he sees war, right? Yeah. There actually is going to be war on these planets, and yeah. he sees like children dying. Yeah. He's like, "What is it good for?" <laughs> <laughs> good God. Um, Yo, and then <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Goes, oh, and that's the song. And then Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Star Lord like, goes. I love that song. Yeah, I yeah. love that song. That's funny. Um, like, like, no, he just has this moment, and I think you could really put that in there. I'm 100. He has this moment where he sees a child who is just as young as he is. Right? Yeah, he's a new being. Even though he's a, even though he's portraying as a grown and he, and individual, maybe, maybe he starts to real like feel for the first time. Right, yeah. he sees he sees a creature that is just as old as him who is not as powerful as him, who cannot protect yeah. himself. And he goes, so it's kind of the origin. Yeah. Of and the then, hero. you know, 
tears down the face or something. And he goes, what is this? And he goes, war, yeah. what is it good for? He goes, <gasps> and then I love Chris that Pratt song. Goes, Chris Pratt goes, oh, absolutely nothing. Say it again. Abs- <laughs> absolutely nothing. Say it again. Um, that's actually really good. Um, and then it cuts into that song and they're fighting. Guardians are fighting the Kree to that song. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess the question in that film would then be how do, how would the Guardians learn? Marvel, we're that the Kree are not what they the Kree are not what they thought they were. Uh, the lengths with which the Kree are willing to go to win the fight against the Skrull. Mm, okay. Yeah. So the 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 division, the the killing of children, the uh, we need you to poison this like well. I just, yeah, just yeah. Example. But you get you really know, terrible shit. Civilian ultimately. war crimes, you know. And, and, and Gamora would know this more than anyone. Uh, okay, so feedback question then. The Guardians films are known for their humor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How well, do you do job. this in a film center that, that is a galaxy, uh, a planet-hopping escapade uh, uh, surrounded in war? So you, you plucky band of adventurers who become a rebellion. <laughs> Who who begin a rebellion? Who, who like you know? I mean, they're helping. You'd like lo- you'd like Hogan's Heroes. This yes. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, like crazy, plucky but. plucky band versus the Cree. So like, if you're do like a hopefully hopelessly outmatched Cree versus um or like scrolls what, or well, like I said, I w- I would stick with they are they're on the Cree side at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how soon I would do the twist. Probably about halfway through. Yeah. So, um, and so they're helping the Kree win until it's just like, okay, we've got, we've got the scroll, the scrolls on the run. Maybe that's when they're like, okay, we have, we take out these last bit. And then like somebody goes, but there's kids in there. Mm-hmm. Like a Drax. Right. Or, I think Drax uh, yeah. Dra- or, or even if that conversation was different, like, Hey, they're on the run. You've, you've won this fight. You've won this fight. You don't need to. What do you no, we, that's not we, what we brought. That's you here not for. what we brought you here for. Like, we like, bring you until the, the job is done, you, and the job the is most, to defeat. You're the it. most dangerous team. Yeah, you've killed all of these, and they're like, we didn't kill. No, you've killed all of these creatures. Yeah, or these people. And we like, brought you here to finish the job, and the job is to eliminate the scroll. And they go. Maybe Chris Pratt goes. And know, maybe that's part of, bad, of that midway conversation, of like you know, Gamora talking to Star Lord, going, "This is this doesn't this doesn't feel right." At all, right? We don't. We and don't, then flipping we don't shoot and having them the join the scroll. Hey, don't shoot! You know. Yeah, maybe it turns out. Oh God, could you see that? That interaction happens, right? The, all of a sudden, all the Kree point their weapons at him. Adam Warlock shows up. Yeah, a a newly uh, defined Adam Warlock who has seen terrible stuff, and yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so interesting Guardians film to kick off Phase Two. Okay, see, I was a lot into phase, the beginning of Phase Two. Yeah, well, I, well, I think that that movie is so important to we, like we've, we've give you that galactic Marvel. realm, and that, that really paycheck? sets up the Kree Scroll War. Yeah, really does right off the bat. Um, so I think the next movie would probably be Captain well, Marvel. Well, well, here's the thing, real quick, before we end that movie, how does it end? Where do we leave our heroes at? Um, they save the planet. So this is supposed to be the culmination of the Guardian storyline. So they said third movie is done. Done. This is no, the, end the of current their iteration story. of the Guardians are are over. Mm-hmm. People dead. Uh, I don't know if I would kill them. I would just give them 
No, I th- I think uh, I you think give them closure. You give them their happy ending. Yeah, Drax's happy ending is to find a is to come to terms. Maybe saving of of a family using Mantis and a scroll. He gets to say goodbye to his children. Maybe and his wife. It's a little creepy. I, I was I was thinking in the middle of a fight, he would go into a house and save a family. Yeah, true. He like would a save a kids, mother and yeah. a daughter. Yeah, and that is his moment. The moment he's the thing he couldn't do before, he could do for someone else. Okay, I like um, that. I like that. I think Groot becomes full size Groot, and he and Rocket go off into the universe to do whatever the hell they do. Actually, what if, what if they were like, hey, this is escalating. Maybe that's the impetus for someone because Rocket has the connection with Earth because of Endgame. Yeah. We got to tell some people. We need help. See, I think if any, I think if anyone would continue the Guardians, it would be Rocket because I think Rocket would realize how much he needs a family. Um, and, and he and Groot would be the ones uh, to... They're both the cheapest characters to keep in there. Exactly. Because yes. they're voice actors. Because they're voice actors. And yeah. so, Ro- like, as people are going their separate ways, Rocket would be the one to go there. I think... Like, Gamo- is a, I, I am Groot, and he goes, yeah, no, I know exactly where we need to go. I would be very interested to see if Gamora and Star-Lord would leave together and essentially say, if you need us, we'll be there. We'll be there. You know, cause I think it's, it's not within Gamora to see wrongs happening anymore and not let them, she can't let them go. Now. But I think she's become a character that also deserves, I mean, she's gone through a lot of shit. Yeah. She deserves and she's a, a character break. that deserves a happy ending. Yeah. Uh, her, her dad pushed her off a cliff. Yeah. I mean, she's, I think it's you can ride off into the sunset anytime you want. Anytime you want to, Gamora. This this is your movie to do it. My brother died multiple times. Yeah, my mother too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I had to kill my dad. (laughs) Right, but I think they go off into the into the 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 quote unquote sunset. Should you need us? Should you need us? You know where we are, and I think Drax can finally. Now, uh, now, Mantis though, would she stick around? I think she might. Stick I think around. Mantis would stick around. I think she would stick with Rocket and Groot. I'm I think bar- partially because Fl- of contracts. I'm going to but... go with Fluffy Bunny because <laughs> yeah. they use her for two movies. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a waste of a contract if they don't. Keep and her I around. think I think Rocket would be so naive of Adam Warlock that he would ask him to stay. Right. It was like, do you see what that guy did to those guys? I want him on my side. Yeah. He's almost better than you, Groot. I am Groot. Yeah. No, no, I said almost. Uh, yeah. I am Adam Warlock. I am Groot. I am Adam Warlock. I am Groot. Yeah. I am Adam Warlock. I am Groot. Does uh, he not say anything else? <laughs> yeah. And that would be your, and like, that would be your core group that would go to Earth. If it's Rocket saying, we can't fight, if this is a war, we can't fight it Ooh. alone. Um, what if that's where we're going to introduce to Marvel? Okay. In, in that movie. In like the, a Creed credit scene? Ah, like in a Creed Defector. No, Creed yeah. Defector on the world. I'm Marvel. I'm trying to save these people. I'm trying to save these scrolls. That's that's when they turn. Introducing Maybe. Marvel and Warlock in one movie, that's a lot. That's that's why I'm wondering if it's almost what if you what if your post credit scene was a month later 
and Rocket and the whatever's left of the Guardians are going around and they're taking out Kree outposts. They're like defending these things, and they have like, like in the Kree middle of their shackles. in the middle of their uh, uh, kind of taking out of an outpost. They open up a door and it's a Kree in shackles. It's Marvel, and it's Marvel. Yeah, and that's your hey, uh, hey, uh, What are you What are you doing in there? <laughs> Um, uh, fun times. You're in shackles. So, do you go back How to Earth after this? <laughs> where, where do you go after this? Um, we got so with the next movie after the Guardians. Uh, so we still have to round out. Um, I still think Spider-Man Three will probably be beginning of Phase Three. So I don't think we're doing Spider-Man Three. We yet. still need a I Black think Panther next, film. I still think the next one's Captain Marvel too. Well, we yeah. still need a Black Panther film and, and an Ant-Man. Uh, so maybe you, do, maybe you do Black Panther 2 and then Captain Marvel 2. Okay, so, okay, so we right now we have Spider-Man, Doctor Strange. We have Black Widow. or The Black Widow Black movie Widow. and then Doctor Strange, right? I oh, know uh, we said Spider-Man. Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange, Black Widow, because Doctor Strange is your cosmic. Right. Uh, and then Ironheart would be and your new Ironheart, character. And then Champions. And then Champions. So that's Four movies leading Guardians up to that, right? After that? So that's only think, four movies leading into Champions. Which I still think Phase 1 could have gotten away with. Because, and we know there's only two movies slated in 2020. See, so we want to do Guardians right after Secret Invasion. And I don't know if you want to go too long without having your Avengers movie. Well, here, so, so would you here's, do... Here's the thing. Would you do, what, so what about is, Black Panther right before... You could do so that. So Ironheart, Black Panther... Then champions. Gen champions. I can see that better. Yeah. So, um, plus, and that's put it, put a Koye right in our minds. Right. That and is so, true. You get well, not a Koye revealed as, as a scroll, but a Koye front and center being awesome and being badass. awesome and badass. Um, I think a post credit scene though, could be something that's weird with a Koye. That's something like yeah. either like some type of communication. She's calling someone like maybe Anthony Mackie. Well, she or doesn't know. She doesn't or know. She doesn't know. So, but like she finds something, like she finds something or, um, she looks what if she got she a call a from Anthony Mackey? Ah. Like why, why this random ass call or is it too telegraphed? Well, no, at that I, point? Don't, I don't think it is. And, and then at that point later on, he's like, yeah, I just, I know, I knew what she was when I first saw but her. If we think like every, every post credit scene has been uh, a very, nuanced nuanced introduction to the next thing so gotcha. like uh well but some are painfully obvious like loki being behind Skarsgård. yeah um so i think i think there's a potential for like um uh like let's say um like a you see a koi they're, they're doing a thing and then a koi goes back to her room and um, and she just, well, like something we, like she goes to sleep and some you, just see the, you see the distortion on her features real quick. And then it then it then it goes back to normal. So and then like you go into movie, you go into champions going like, holy fuck, she's a scroll. Yeah. So, you know, she is, but you don't know. But you don't know that Anthony she doesn't Mackey know. Is. and You don't know about who anybody else. Gotcha. That makes sense. Makes sense. I like it. So our phase one, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Widow, Ironheart as your new character and Black Panther. Right. Then we go right into phase champions. two champions. Then guardians is guardians so three. My thing is here's, here's my thing. Um, guardians is a, the, the movie we put forth is pretty hefty. Mm -hmm. Do you want to have a pretty hefty movie like that right after your champions movie? Or do you need a palate cleanser? 
uh, Avengers did Avengers have one? They had they went right into Iron Man three. But that's Iron Man three single movie. Yeah, it also featured no other heroes. Exactly my point. Um, uh, I mean, do I just, you, are do we, you, are we ready do you finish that? up Ant Man? That was give it Ant Man three, and then do and then, Guardians. Uh, do so the, you do the Quantum Realm, and then so you go you into the Guardians. Because no, gotta, you do Guardians. You do Guardians three, and then uh, well, if, well, he's he's asking, do you need a power cleanser after Champions? Between um, Champions and Guardians, or do you want to continue the storyline? Just to get it done. I mean, so what other characters do we have that have that are under contract that have yet to? Well, no, I, I, I think Ant Man makes the most sense after that. If we're again, if we're just treating Ant Man like the power cleanser, because that's what it, it, he is. No, no, no offense. I think, yeah. It's, my only thing is, yeah, what's left is the quantum realm, and like that's a whole nother. And that's a pretty hefty. That's I, I, I think it's hefty regardless where we go. Uh, oh, um, but you, there's you no know one what, else. You know really? what I mean, though. You, you know, uh, of the three, like we just, we just did Doctor Strange. Yeah. So we have Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Spider Man, and Ant Man are the only. We could like, introduce another character in Guardians, but we already in said Guardians. we're doing Guardians. We there's get introduced no a new character. Like I said, we get introduced a new th- new character, like yeah. they did with Ant Man. Um, Maybe Nova. No, like the way I think we frame Nova is a very sad, not so, Alec Lensery movie. I, so no. I want to pause for a moment. I, okay, no, I'm going to wait until we actually present Nova if we're not presenting it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want to get your take right. on it. Um, your your thing? My yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. because I've not heard this. Um, so what else? Uh, what other characters were we going to introduce? Miss Marvel? Uh, but I don't think that... I, I, I don't know Marvel if you Marvel's Era 3. Yeah, yeah, you need another Captain Marvel movie before that to, to kind of establish. And I think I think she's Era 3. Just like, I think like yeah. Captain Marvel and like the... I think that's where you introduce like Wiccan and Hulkling and mm-hmm. uh, potentially Miles. In Actually, Hulkling makes a lot of sense. I know. So, so much sense. So I think, like, but I think that's all Era Three. Like, I think yeah. that's that's, I think that's prep in Phase Three. Yeah. I think that's I think that's prep that in Three Point Three. The more 3. ambiguous 5, the boom. character, the more work you have to do going into um, it to make sure the um, base is comfortable with a new character. But I think that's where you introduce like the Young Avengers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's again, like, I mean. Depending on how many you want to go, but you could go. You could switch back to Avengers after Champions and just okay. be like the so, Avengers I mean, we, next. We don't need a palate cleanser. I just, I just felt as if. No, and sometimes. I, but I agree with the palate cleanser. cleanser statement. I just don't know. I think it's Ant Man. Yeah. You think? I think that culminates Ant Man's story. And I mean, theoretically, he could even be in the Champions movie. Yeah. But I think this might be where you see um, Casey. Yeah. Start like this is Statue. where. It, like, we already know that there's going to be an older one. And so I like if we're introducing the young Avengers and when you think about it, Casey will be 16, 17 or so. so the this is the end Spider-Man. of Ant-Man's story. Right. So case. I think we're seeing, I think we're going to start to see that moment where um, like maybe even a point where Cassie has to put on the suit or a suit. Um, and we see what would eventually become stature. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the, um, I it's the quantum realm is a big thing to dump jump into, but I think they could handle it. Yeah, I mean they're funny enough. I just um, anytime I, got another, I think of Ant Man, I think of the meme with Paul Rudd. They're like everyone's so super serious in this. End game so trailer, I have a di- just comes I have <laughs> I have another question. Uh, l- let's assume for the moment that everyone is very happy where they are. If we're talking about palate cleansers, 
Where does Thor fall in the situation? Are we doing more Thor? Um, Chris Evans said he's okay. Or Chris Hemsworth said he's okay doing more Thor if it's similar to what Ragnarok was. Ragnarok. But as like if we're following the the the, the, the Tyke had a lot equation, of his Thor movies are done. Yes. Which would mean he would have to be in somebody else's movie. Gotcha. So whereas like Hulk was the buddy cop in Thor's movie, Thor would be the buddy cop in, in somebody, somebody else's, else's movie. movie. Could you imagine? Um, um, and that's where I would go maybe Captain Marvel. So he would be in Captain Marvel's film. I would say okay. maybe Nova when we introduce him. Um, depends on the idea. It depends on the idea. If you go with his idea, that doesn't really work. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I was going to say put him in Guardians. So I do think Nova so has to be in phase. So many people in Guardians. I do that. think yeah, Nova has to be in phase two if for my idea to work. The further away you get from my main plot, the more the less relevant it becomes. For Thor, I, I feel like the next movie he's in isn't going to be a happy one because it has to deal with basically the dissolution of his race. Yeah. So part of it would be pretty somber. So I, I, that's a, that's a that's something we have to address is the right. fact that there are very little Asgardians left. So uh, champions, secret invasion. It's possible yeah. um, some Asgardians just scrolls. Oh he's my just god! Like, Not just, more. Oh, Jesus. Um, what I would. I mean, he's going to be in the film, so we would have to see where he is at one point or another. Well, that could I, be a part I, of that discussion. I mean, the, the the thing with him, if this is the end of his era, is he's going off to found new Asgard on Earth. Possibly, I'm. Well, I would. I, don't know I would have him go somewhere else. If his the basis of whether or not he's founding a new Asgard is based on where he is at Endgame. Because if there is, if they, he can't find his people, then what's going to be? There is no new Asgard unless he's leaving to go find his people. So I think, like I imagine, like similar to Odin, Odin couldn't go everywhere and solve everybody's right. problems. And it wasn't that he was isolationist. It was just. It's just not feasible for me he, to solve all your problems. Solve everybody's problems. So. Right, so I think that's what Thor becomes, yeah. is Thor becomes, and that's where, like, I think Valkyrie might become a member of, like, Champions. On, in Champions 2. Like a yeah. I think Valkyrie will be the character that shows up. This is where we see Valkyrie, up, yeah. And that's where Valkyrie shows up again. Um, um, I would love to see, like... Um, a Valkyrie movie. A Valkyrie, like a Valkyrie, like, like a female team-up movie. So, so like, Valkyrie, Valkyrie, Captain Marvel. Sisters of Liberty. And someone else. Right. Somebody. Gamora. Um, who knows? I don't care. Oh, that, um, that would actually be hilarious. Right. Your, just, your birds of prey kind of counter. Do you ever think um, She-Hulk would make it into a movie? I, I would like to see She-Hulk. It's just, it's a very, it's a very weird one to do. And I don't know how you do that character justice. Yeah. This is true. Like, like the fun bit, the fact that she, like one of my favorite things is other than Deadpool, she's the only one that, Deadpool, Slapstick, and uh, She-Hulk are the only characters that consistently break the fourth wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just built into their characters. It's just built into who they are. Uh, Less so now. Deadpool, because he's crazy. She-Hulk, whenever they feel like doing it. And Slapstick, whenever he shows up. Could you imagine if they did a She-Hulk movie and Thor was the buddy cop? Yeah. That's, oh my god! <laughs> it was a, um, that's how you twist it. But, can, we, uh, can we talk about Nova for a moment? Because like she all pops up if they ever do Fantastic Four. Yeah, oh, right, right. Uh, can we talk about Nova for a moment? Because well, would you introduce Nova? I think Nova. I think Nova. Had, in order for two. my idea to work, the sooner Nova is presented, the more relevant the content is. the The later you put it, the less relevant it is. See, I would put him right before Champions too. Okay. See, I would put him I, like in, in order for the plot to make sense. I would put him. I think your Nova is the Captain Marvel affair too. 
<laughs> from from a character standpoint, yes, but like the the plot that I've thought of is like I. So let me present the plot, and then we will talk about placement. Where where you think so it would we fit. so we okay. stopped at um, just so we can so I I have it I have it here so so we have Ant Man and then Guardians so we have Champions Ant Man three Guardians three cool is yep. what we have up to this point um, I would I, in order for this to work I think splitting Guardian I think flip flopping and putting Guardians first and Ant Man second allows the Nova movie to kind of not feel like just a continuation of Guardians. For lack of a better way of putting it, so okay. Guardians, Ant Man, Nova, Guardians, Ant Man, okay, so Nova, we, so just that, so that it doesn't that feel like make, it's just, and that would make more of a sense for a cl- for a palate cleanser, for a palate cleanser. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, so when I was thinking about the Nova film, uh, we were talking about Ironheart, and I was like, I kind of want a film that is not Ironheart because people will have seen kind of however they want to do it, and the origin thing, story, yeah. like an origin story in that way. Yeah, and so I thought, well, this film the way I've written it is two origin stories. I think fans deserve the rich rider that they've always wanted. And the MCU deserves the Sam Alexander that it deserves. Okay. I'm done. I'm as done. a young kid. Curiosity peaked. And so I, so this film actually is, uh, is two storylines converging into one different place. Uh, the film would be about uh, would be about war and how people live with it in the moment and how people live with the burden of it afterwards. Um, Rich Rider's storyline would actually take place during Thanos's invasion in Xandar. Uh, what is left of the Nova Corps? Rich Rider being a a centurion part of whatever's left, and it would be a very um, without going too incredibly dark kind of band of brothers way of doing things that he is moving from battlefield to battlefield in the ultimate kind of showdown with whatever the big bad is at that point. Black order. Oh, it is the invasion of Xandar is what it is going after the power stone. This is something that's been mentioned, but you haven't seen it. It was a throwaway line. It was like, yeah, he decimated Xandar. He decimated Xandar. This is your chance to see it. Sam Alexander's storyline takes place in present day on a Xandar that is is just struggling to survive. Uh, it's a society that doesn't know how to rebuild itself. So he's living this weird life where he's going to a school that is just not interested in teaching things anymore. Like it's 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 almost like uh, what what is a place decimated by war look like? People see buildings destroyed. They see those things, but people still live there. Yeah, it doesn't stop the people from living there. So, what is that like? And so, Sam Alexander is a young kid living in this in this this kind of uh, this this life, so to say. Um, the villain on that side would be Cree related. That even though Xandar is destroyed, they think that they can overtake the planet and use it as an outpost, as a position in the in the realm of war of what they're going and through they at hate the moment. The Nova Corps. And they hate the Nova Corps. So there's almost this we can take over Xandar and not have to worry about anything. Thanos did the work for us when he went there and decimated it. And these two moments are kind of uh, these two storylines are kind of progressing where Sam uh, stumbles upon the the you know he's kind of thrust into this discovery that the Kree are on the planet 
right? And there's no one really to stop them. What's left of any type of uh, uh, kind of government is like Glenn Close. Gone. Gone. Like there's no government there. Um, and we kind of talked about how. Um, Please don't that, kill um, if the no- Riley. If yeah. we imagine like the Nova Corps is a as a power source is collected. Uh, is a, is a source of or a source of power spread out among the entire core. Yeah. Um, as they dwindle, they single get members get stronger. Yeah. So Rich Ryder in the in the one plot point is going through these fights, witnessing people dying, and he's getting stronger. He's becoming the Nova that people know from the comics. The comic yeah. fans love. Uh, ultimately culminating in his fight with the Black Order, your chance to bring them back. And I, I hate Into to say a little it, bit of justice. In, indubitably dying at the hands of Thanos, that he would be the one to, to die. Now, this, the, I love me some Rich Rider. I know. Why this is poignant. Yes. The flip side is now you have a Sam Alexander whether it's through the crest or the helmet or whatever, whatever item you want to put that imbues that person with the abilities that Sam Alexander would become the Nova, uh, uh, become Nova with the power of all of these Nova Corps that are no longer alive, including Rich Rider. And in the trailer, the scene that, that came to mind in terms of like tricking the audience was at the end of the trailer, there's this scene where Rich Ryder and Nova are standing in front of one another, and it looks like they're looking at each other. But the reality is that they're, they are both in the same place at two different times. That all, the, the culmination of the fight that Sam is going through is in the same location where Rich Ryder's last fight was. Now, maybe this is too redundant. Can I can I add an mm-hmm. addendum? Let me mm-hmm. just throw it out there, see what you think. Mm-hmm. So um, the uh, Nova in their helmets, this in the comic books, what gives them power, there is a an AI, the world mind that they talk to. And it usually and it contains the memories and thoughts and feelings of prior Nova. Yeah. It is occasionally took on their voice as well. You can make that My, a rich rider that lives could, on could, that would well, talk well, to Sam. Not even that, but during his battle, say Rich Rider has a really good friend, and that's who guides him through this in in using the yeah. world mind. Is his friend, right? Yeah. And then when he dies, it he, could always be. He, you could actually Nova. make it the person that died previously becomes the AI for the next individual that gets that power. Yeah, that gets the. So you can create that chain of events where. Rich Ryder is talking to – it ends up talking to someone, right? Yeah. And it's the the previous person that died. That person's power is imbued in. That's the person who takes over the world mind. Yeah. Um, that ultimately culminates in in Sam Alexander having Rich Ryder be the, the AI in his head that talks to him. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if it would be like too redundant with, <clears throat> with Tony. Uh, it's not a hologram. I, so. I don't know if I would – the relationship between Ironheart and Tony is constant. I don't know if it would be as prevalent as – like it wouldn't be all the time. I also think it would be funny once they eventually meet and it goes, you have a dead person talking to your head? I have a dead person I talking to my head. Yeah. Yes. So it, yes! Would, it wouldn't it necessarily like, be Spider, – Spider-Man's like, does that make you best friends now? Yeah. And John that's C. the Riley thing. Says I that. think it's something that uh, – I think it's something that will happen – 
I don't I don't know if I use it as an AI more than I use it as that's an individual that the current Nova can can communicate with when, when they, they when to. they need yeah. help. Rich, what are we looking at here? Like it actually calls him Rich instead of Overmind. Again, man, my name's Overmind. Like I was thinking, Overmind, I, uh, or the World Mind. I'm the I World think Mind. That, that could be it. I was also thinking like that it would be something that Nova from time, almost like a meditation, if you will. Okay, like something like, they access, like a like pool of thought. Exactly, like when when Thor goes to talk to the things in in the Norn, the Norn, right? So. Right before a fight, Nova would sit and he would or, – or he would – as he's flying, he can go into this kind of state that allows him to communicate with Rich Ryder. And you would see him. Yeah. And you would okay, see yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, so it's more the world mind is a, is a, is a place rather than an, a, a thing. Um, the way it would end is obviously with everything being done. And I don't know why, but the thing that kept resonating with me was making Nova into this like classic Western character. Where Nova would be like the man on the horse that travels from town to town. That Nova would see this and would learn the true in really what's happened. This is the way he learns, is he would learn that the Kree are just moving through the galaxy trying to take place by place and that they're fighting the scroll. And so Nova takes this map and he's the one who travels from planet to planet, warning planets that the Kree are he's the, he's the, are he's the Paul Revere. Oh, that's of just the universe. Like Sam Alexander was when he first came into the Marvel universe. He was and that eventually was a signal for the Phoenix Phoenix Force. Exactly. Like, so oh my he God, would travel run. from planet to planet saying the the Kree are coming. And what would make sense is that he would have a map, a map that the Supreme Intelligence has access to, that would one of the planets would be Earth. And that would be his way. That would be the motivation of him going to Earth. Uh, I just had a, I just had an idea mm. for the end, end all be all, and how you defeat the the um, there you go. supreme intelligence. There you go. But that was my idea for a Nova film. I, I don't think know. That's I just a great idea. As sad as it would make me, as poignant. sad as it would make me poignant, poignant. and it, it, yeah, yeah, it's someone who. And he, come on, you've got Thanos in his prime who's going to go, yeah, run this is your, it. This is, your, uh, this is your, uh, your second chance to see Josh Brolin again. Yeah. Um, even if for a moment. He didn't even have to voice it. He could just, yeah. Uh, but I was just thinking about it. Like, I kept listening to this song and it just kept like hitting me in the face. You like, just, will you just bring back the Black Order, have him beat the crap out of Rich. And then Thanos just comes in the end, and then you see like a foot or like breaks his neck or something. Well, I like I think he would respect him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like he's, he's the, the last one. He's like, um, it's it's a it's a sad truth to I be the he, last of your kind. I think he would ask him to be a part of the Black Order. He said, "You're the last of your kind, and I respect your fight." In the essence of balance, exactly. In the essence of balance. Come fight with me. He says no. And that's when Thanos does it. Does it. Well, I think Thanos is just leaving for dead. Genish, Thanos just leaves him for dead. And then he's like, I, I got. I, I respect you. If you want, I'll end it now. Yeah. Do you want do you want it? How do you want this to end? How do you want this to end? And then you don't see it. And then I think it like Richard Rado goes as a Nova Corps. Yeah. And then you don't see it happen. As a you Nova. just see. Sam Alexander on the back end going into the same room that this fight took place and seeing Rich Rider's dead body. Rich Rider's dead body. 
and seeing the armor that maybe his father wore because his father was a centurion. I'm liking this. You know? I'm liking this. The 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 so there's a give and take with this. One, it's a very dark story. Or at least it can be. And that's a that's a huge concern for a new character when setting a tone is that it's a very dark story. But I think Sam Sam is the is the beacon in, in the darkness. Well, yeah, he exactly, is the exactly. he's the humor. He's the excitement. He's a teenager. Maybe he has whatever it is, whether it's helmet or crest or whatever. Maybe he gets it. He's he late like falls asleep. And he dreams of, of rich, right? Dreams yeah. of the world mind, and he's like, "What the hell?" Like you know. Well, so I was thinking so through that. the film, he he puts on just a suit. Uh, a centurion suit that he finds mm-hmm. just based on the fact that he's doing like, however he's doing. I mean, he's a teenager, so he's not getting into crazy fights. He's not doing anything like that. Um, and then three quarters of the way through the film, he finds the helmet and the helmet is what mm-hmm. kind of completes the look and then gives him the power. And rich talks him through everything. Maybe he's a, t- maybe the age that you can go into the, the Nova Corps is 18. Yeah. And he's 18 and he goes he at the beginning of the film he's going into like basic training and that's when the invasion happens. So now all of a sudden there's no Novacorn, you have an 18 year old with no job and no no future just kind of going through life. He's taking c- classes at a school that's not like it's irrelevant. There's no future, there's no structure according to society. People are just going through the motions. Yeah. Um so he has some type of strength to him because he was going to be in basic training, but he's not a hero by that point. Yeah. Um, but I just I like the idea of him being this this Paul Revere at the end of the film that he goes, I, I understand my pl- I can't save my planet anymore. This is where they are. Mm-hmm. It's they need to grow it. But I can save others if I get there fast enough. And the end of that, the end of the thing, the reverse the, herald. Yeah, the reverse herald. He's flying the planets, warning them mm-hmm. that the Kree are really the villains of it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I so. really like it. I, it gave me an idea for the last movie uh, with the Supreme Intelligence. So that's okay. my Nova film. So let's say we do Nova after Guardians. After Ant Man? No, after Ant Man. After Ant Man. So palate cleanser and a new character. Shot to the groin. <laughs> Um, so Ant-Man, uh, Ant-Man, Guardians 3, and the Nova, so we need, if we're keeping, uh, Oh, Guardians, Guardians 3, Ant-Man, Nova. Because you were thinking Guardians 3, Guardians 3, Ant-Man 3, and then Nova. And then, I would say, again, I think Captain Marvel's the next one. To really set up the crease call, like this, the, to set up Earth's, that Earth's involvement. Much, in too much crease crease is that No, is that too much cosmic? Well, I think it starts on Earth. Oh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, okay. I think I think it's Captain Marvel on Earth dealing with the dealing with the effects of what we've learned about the Kree Scroll War. Mm-hmm. I have an idea. So, um, I mean, I I think Can well, we, I don't know. In, in essence, like, what if Richard Rider shows up too late for the the initial Kree invasion of like the initial Sam. Kree? Oh, Sam. What if Sam? Yeah, what if Sam shows up too too late for well, the initial? Well, he would have show? showed up. He would have showed up late after Secret Invasion. 
Right. So, well, so maybe that's the scroll well, that's invasion. Scroll invasion. So maybe, maybe the Cree um, invasion, though. Maybe the Cree, because the supreme intelligence is doing things. We need an impetus for Earth to get out there. Right, um, which I think is where Captain Marvel comes in. Well, is that, what, what my theory is, because again, it it it, it, it experiments. Mm-hmm. Let's experiment. So, because um, we have to also lay breadcrumbs for other characters. Uh, so we talked about miss marvel right how do we how do we lay that she it it wants to further cree evolution so it attempts to to see what happens to us and it does something sets off a bomb sets off a thing it just creates more in humans let's not call them that maybe eternal something like that i don't know